You're listening to the Talking Rheumatology Research Podcast, brought to you by the British Society for Rheumatology. Hi everyone, today I'm joined by Dr. Mark Russell, um, who's going to be talking about his systematic view, which is improving outcomes for patients hospitalised with gout. So Mark, would you like to introduce your paper and just give a little bit of a background about what led you to write it? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm a rheumatology registrar and uh, NIHR research fellow at King's College London. And my uh, systematic review was sort of part of a wider piece of work uh, I'm doing currently looking at how we can improve the management of patients with gout in the hospitalized setting or in those who have attended emergency departments for flares. Uh, the reason we sort of did this uh, systematic review was that we've previously shown that hospital admissions uh, in England have increased quite considerably. So 60% between 2006 and 2017, um, which has been mirrored in other countries. So gout admissions doubled in the US and Canada over the last two to three decades. And when we compare that to other inflammatory arthritis, so rheumatoid arthritis, hospital admissions have halved uh, in that condition. And that's because we treat that very well. Um, We appropriately follow patients up and we aggressively manage them uh, with disease modifying treatments. And that's sort of my research looks at how we can improve management for patients with gout and more specifically how we could prevent avoidable hospital admissions. So looking in a community setting, there's been really good work uh, done in the last five or so years uh, how you can improve uptake of urate-lowering medications such as allopurinol. Uh, one particular study that stands out is Professor Doherty's study in The Lancet uh, two or three years ago, which showed that a treat-to-target urate-lowering strategy combined with education, which was in that case was uh, nurse-delivered, was very effective at allowing patients to achieve target serum urate levels when compared to usual care. But actually, there's been very little focus so, thus far on how you improve management for patients who have been hospitalized or attended emergency departments. And the aim of my systematic review was to look at the evidence base for interventions in those settings, so hospital and emergency departments, and looking at whether there's any evidence of how best to implement what we know already works in those settings. So that's the sort of background to the systematic review. That's great. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, I was quite surprised to see the um, dramatic increase in the number of gout admissions. It is quite alarming, uh, given that the, system, that the current uh, treatments are quite um, effective when used appropriately. So it just seemed like we're kind of taking our eye off the ball with getting these patients managed well and preventing them from coming into hospital in the first place. Absolutely, absolutely. Moving on, what studies in your systematic review stood out to you most? So I think the first thing to point out is the we, we found a few studies, so there were 19 studies that we identified in the review in total where there were interventions, either pharmacological interventions or non-pharmacological in the hospitalised or emergency department setting. I think the important thing to note is they were, almost all of them were very small studies, mainly retrospective, and there were concerns for bias. And so the evidence base isn't strong, but there were two, two or three studies in particular that stood out and that I think have or certainly have influenced my practice as well. Uh, there were two randomized control studies, relatively small studies that looked at upfront initiation of allopurinol during flares. And that's um, sort of contrasting the, what we, the status quo for many years, which is delayed initiation of uric loan therapy after flares have resolved. Um, these two uh, randomized control studies included patients that had had flares in an emergency department setting or as inpatients. And importantly, they both showed that as long as you provide concomitant treatment for the flare itself, be it that with colchicine or a non 
non-steroidal or steroids. Starting allopurinol um, at the time of the flare doesn't prolong the flare, doesn't seem to worsen it. But importantly, in patients who do start it straight away, the time taken to reach those target serum urate levels is reduced. And I think that's important because we know that that's the ultimate goal for patients with gout. And if we're to prevent flares and prevent readmissions, we need to get people to target. Um, and I think that's certainly been practice changing for me. And those studies have supported the latest American College of Rheumatology guideline, where it now uh, conditionally recommends that uh, urate lowering therapy be started during flares. I think the other reason this is so important is that I, I, certainly in my practice, I find that often uh, currently recommendations are given in discharge letters that say a GP or primary care physician start um, allopurinol after the flare is resolved. So it's a recommendation, but they're very rarely acted on for various reasons, or the information isn't provided in adequate form in the discharge summary, um, and which means that patients get deprived of what ultimately is a curative treatment. And so that's the other benefit of starting that um, upfront in hospital. There was also one other um, study in particular that stood out, which was a non-pharmacological intervention. So that was looking at how you implement a protocol based on, uh, in this case, ULAR guidance for gout management, so best practice care, how you implement that in a hospital setting. And they compared that uh, retrospectively, both prior to the introduction of the protocol and after. And they showed that by sort of encouraging best practice care using this protocol, they reduced treatment delays, they reduced inappropriate actions, for example, stopping allopurinol during flares, which we um, we should avoid doing where possible. Um, and they also provided some evidence on how you actually implement these evidence-based interventions in practice by, uh, in, in their case, using lots of different strategies, for example, education, uh, advertising, and then electronic prompts when clinicians are assessing patients as well. And I think those are two things that both influence my practice, but also uh, research going forward as well. That's great. Yeah, I think with the ACR uh, recommendations, um, when we're seeing these patients in hospital, it seems like quite a good opportunity to actually initiate the treatment there when you've got the time uh, to be able to counsel them on the urate lowering therapies. And I think leaving it till after discharge, it's kind of a blurs lines a little bit. And I think things can uh, get missed. So it's better when, once you've got them there and then in front of you to... Um, to kind of uh, nip it in the bud there, I think. Yeah, kind of through, through. absolutely. And, and particularly when we see that certainly in the UK, primary care clinicians have, you know, up, up to 10 minutes with a patient um, where they have to address lots of different problems and perhaps the patient's in acute pain and they need to discuss flare treatment. In hospital, patients are all also in pain, but there's multiple opportunities, I think, to then go back and discuss or give some information initially and then follow that up with some uh, written information and hopefully then start the medication prior to discharge. You're right, I think it really is a good opportunity and we should hopefully be using that more going forward. Definitely. Uh, moving on, Mark, um, how do you see your systematic view uh, changing that current practice? Do you envisage more referrals to rheumatology for specific gout management um, in the acute phase? Yeah, so taking that last point uh, first, I think it's tricky. I think we should be encouraging general medicine colleagues to contact us whether it's for an in-person review or for telephone advice, if there is any diagnostic uncertainty or if they, they want some advice on whether we should be starting it, because there were quite a few studies in the uh, that we identified in the systematic review showed that 
inpatient rheumatology consultation is associated with uh, improved outcomes, be that uh, more appropriate sort of guideline recommended treatment, use of urate-lowering therapy, uh, appropriate use of flare treatment as well. And so I think it's important that we do support general medicine colleagues as best possible, as well as in the primary care setting as well. I think in terms of how we might, this might sort of change practice going forward, um, I think one thing to highlight is most of the interventions we found um, in, in this study were all, all already things that we know are effective uh, in the management of gout, and they're already in BSR, ULAR, and ACR guidance. And that emphasizes the importance of encouraging uptake of them, and that could be through education for patients and clinicians, but also further research into why gout is so poorly managed compared to other conditions. But I, I think absolutely what, what we mentioned earlier is that really practice changing would be um, encouraging prescription of urethanone medications prior to discharge, and then providing very clear guidance to uh, primary care uh, clinicians on how we would then titrate that. And that may need some ongoing rheumatology input, or it might just need a very clear plan uh, as to when we would monitor urate levels and titrate accordingly. What were some of the limitations in the um, papers that you included in your uh, review? So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So one thing I sort of alluded to earlier was that lots of the studies we found were small. They were often limited to one centre. There's quite a lot of heterogeneity between the cohorts, the interventions and the outcomes. And there were concerns for bias. So it's difficult to form uh, one limitation. It's hard to form a sort of true picture of what really works in the hospitalised gout population. And I think that's unfortunately an unavoidable thing. There's just not been as much focus as there should have been in previous years on this. And hopefully that will improve going forward. I think another thing that although it's not a limitation of the study as such, it's that there were very few studies that looked at how we can prevent readmission. And in fact, I don't think there were any prospective studies that looked at how we can stop patients who've attended hospital for a gout flare actually coming back into hospital or reattending the emergency department. And that's probably the single most important thing from a patient's perspective. You know, they certainly it's very unpleasant coming into hospital in acute pain. And from a cost perspective, it's what we would ideally try to reduce pressures on, on the system by uh, doing that. And we have the treatments available that would do that in the form of urate lowering medications. But at present, um, there is very little evidence to suggest that one way of doing this rather than another is any better. Um, and so we need to build that evidence base. That's great. Thank you. And lastly, what are some take-home points that you'd like, like us to take away from your review? Um, just thinking about anyone working in like the acute setting or other rheumatologists or uh, budding rheumatologists? Yeah, so I think it, it, from a clinical sort of take-home perspective, I think um, one thing is, uh, as mentioned before, very important to at least discuss starting al- uh, allopurinol or urate-lowering medications during the admission um, and hopefully start that assuming there's no reason you can't. The other thing is to make sure you're treating that uh, flare adequately at the same time. So in quite a few of the studies, uh, it showed the benefits of corticosteroids, uh, non-steroidals and colchicine in controlling the flare. And they're all very effective at doing so. So you would use that at the same time as starting urate-lone medications. Some of the studies we found showed the benefits of prophylaxis against flares whilst titrating uh, allopurinol or other urate-lone medications. And that would be important if you're trying to prevent reattendances for flares and hospital admissions where it's so after someone's discharged, they get a recurrence of a severe flare 
It's looking at how we can best support patients to not need to come back into hospital. I think some other take-home points uh, are we need to channel what's been learned from community populations into this hospitalised setting. So treat to target and and education strategies were really effective in Professor Doherty's study that I mentioned earlier. And it's how we can adapt this uh, for use in the hospitalised setting. And I think the really key take-home point is that there needs to be more research and more emphasis on how we uh, improve care for patients who are hospitalised for gout and specifically how we prevent admissions. And um, sort of following on from this, where uh, in my research uh, at King's, we're looking at, um, well, we've developed a protocol for sort of best practice care in the hospitalised setting, uh, which is based on uh, the three big guidelines. Um, it's adapted uh, from Professor Doherty's uh, Lancet intervention, and we're rolling out that currently currently at some centres in London to see uh, how well this works and whether it improves uptake of urine-lowering medication. So going forward, hopefully that will have some benefit as well. That sounds like a great idea. It'd be really interesting to see in the future how that affects and prevents uh, readmissions. Lots of food for thought. Thanks, Dr. Russell, very much for talking to us today. And we'll look forward to seeing your work in, in the future. Brilliant. Thank you very much. And thanks for inviting me here. That's great. Thank you for listening to Talking Rheumatology Research, brought to you by BSR. Please do rate, share and subscribe through your favourite podcast app.